No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Proverbs about riches coming from fathers and a prudent wife from God. If you get wisdom, you love your own soul. And if you show mercy to the poor, you lend to God. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 19 on Simply the Bible. You've heard it said that the best things in life are free. I think Solomon would agree. Wisdom is free if you have the heart to acquire it. And one of God's greatest gifts is family. You can't buy these things at the mall, but they are among life's greatest treasures. Solomon continues with more Proverbs about the true riches. Proverbs 19. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Being poor is not the worst thing that can happen to a person. Joseph, Mary, and Jesus were poor. But look at how God provided for them and and what all they accomplished. Having integrity is the principal thing. For with integrity, you will benefit yourself regardless of your economic situation. And it will prepare you to give an account one day to God for your life. But the one who is perverse in his speech is a fool. Also, it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge, and he sins who hastens with his feet. There's no benefit in being ignorant. While everyone starts this way out of the womb, the wise person will acquire knowledge. Now, if you get in a hurry, you will likely sin. This should be a proverb for the highway. I see so many impatient drivers these days. Haste makes waste would be the modern proverb here. The foolishness of a man twists his way and his heart frets against the Lord. When foolishness exists in the heart of a man, it twists or perverts his way. Often he frets or rails against the Lord. Why? Because he hates the restrictions of righteousness. Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. Everybody wants to be friends with a wealthy person. If you don't believe that, just win the lottery and see how many friends and relatives show up at your door. But the poor are easily forgotten. I don't know that Solomon was commending this practice of forgetting poor people. I think he was just making an observation about human nature. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies will not escape. A false witness in a court of law can do great damage. He could condemn an innocent person or acquit a guilty one. He will eventually be punished. He who speaks lies will not escape. Soon he will be ensnared by his own lies. And we are told in Revelation that all liars will have their place in the lake of fire. Many entreat the favor of the nobility, and every man is a friend to one who gives gifts. All the brothers of the poor hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? 
He may pursue them with his words, yet they abandon him. This is similar to the previous proverb about the rich having many friends. People will entreat the favor of nobility because they think people in high positions can do them favors. Those who make large philanthropic donations are contacted by many people and organizations hoping to be their beneficiaries. But even the brothers of the poor will hate him. Maybe it's because they're tired of him always asking them for money. He may pursue them, but they don't return his calls. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. What is one of the best things you can do to benefit yourself? Acquire wisdom. It will benefit you now and for eternity. If you keep understanding, feeding, tending, and protecting it like a shepherd keeps his flock, then you will find good. Your understanding will help you have mercy on others rather than judging or shunning them. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies shall perish. This is almost identical to the previous proverb about liars. Luxury is not fitting for a fool, much less for a servant to rule over princes. There are certain things that just don't belong together. Sort of like the Sesame Street song, one of these things doesn't belong. Well, one thing that doesn't belong together is luxury with a fool. Even if he had it, he wouldn't know how to use it. Another thing that doesn't belong is for a servant to rise up in the ranks and then rule over princes. He lacks the training, experience, and refinement so necessary for the royal court. But one notable exception is Jesus, who came as the Lord's servant, even though he was the Prince of Peace and the King of the Jews. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and his glory is to overlook a transgression. It is wise to be slow to anger because hotheads do things that cause needless harm and later lead to regret and shame. It is also a glory or a commendable thing to overlook a transgression. Those who cannot let go of the offenses of others and cannot forgive will soon find themselves friendless. How much better to be gracious and forgiving like our Lord. The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. Solomon would know what this was about, being the king of Israel. And you didn't want to mess with him and get on his bad side because his wrath would roar like a lion. A foolish son is the ruin of his father and the contentions of a wife are a continual dripping. Now that's interesting why Solomon put these two together. But it's true. If you have a foolish son, that's just your ruin as a dad. And then to deal with the contentions of a wife, it's sort of like the Chinese water torture, you know, a continual dripping that never ceases. Solomon obviously must have known something about this, having 1,000 wives. Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers but a prudent wife is from the Lord. So you don't think that Solomon was picking on wives. Here he says that 
if you've got a prudent one, hey, thank God that is a gift from God. And I must agree with him there. But houses and riches are an inheritance from your father or your grandfather or your grandmother or whoever, whoever your relatives are that pass down their inheritance to you. Laziness casts one into a deep sleep and an idle person will suffer hunger. The lazy person can't even get himself out of bed and an idle person will ultimately go hungry. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of his ways will die. So again, I think of just the shepherd keeping the sheep. We need to keep the commandments of of God. We need to tend them, feed them, protect them, hold fast to them, watch over them. Because if we will do that and we will watch ourselves, then we will ultimately keep our own soul from harm. But if you're careless of your ways, then you will die. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. Okay, so there have been people that we have lent money to thinking that we were going to get it back and we didn't. There have been people who have taken advantage of us, who have given us a a great story. I think some of the stories people come up with uh, in order to get help is amazing. And later we find out, you know, we were taken advantage of. But you know what? I do my best to try to vet these things out. But, hey, I always lean back on this, that if I have pity or mercy on the poor, I'm ultimately lending to the Lord. And the Lord pays back with interest. He's good. You give and it will be given back to you. Chasten your son while there is hope. And do not set your heart on his destruction. I feel pity the poor children whose parents do not love them enough to adequately discipline them because ultimately they are leading to their own child's destruction. We had a solution for that. It was called the Home Depot five-gallon paint stir stick that we kept on top of the refrigerator. And there was a time of chastening in our home for our kids. But I'll tell you what, I'm proud of our kids now because they serve the Lord, they're diligent in their work, they're good parents. So don't set your heart on your children's destruction. Don't spare the rod. Chasten your children while there is time and hope. A man of great wrath will suffer punishment, for if you rescue him, you will have to do it again. So basically just stay away from those who are hotheads who have great wrath, because if you... Deliver them once. If you rescue them, you're going to do it again and again. They cannot control their temper. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. I love that. The sooner that you can collect wisdom, the sooner that you can take to heart the teachings of Jesus. Remember, he said, whoever hears these words of mine and does what I say is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. So the sooner you can get that counsel, the better, and then you'll finish well in your latter days. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, that will stand. Go ahead, plan, that's fine. But then ultimately, submit it all to God and let God's will be done. 
What is desired in a man is kindness. And a poor man is better than a liar. I think about this. I, I, I desire to be someone who is kind. That goes a long way to so many people. The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. Good word. A lazy man buries his hand in the bowl and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Now that's lazy. Strike a scoffer and the simple will become wary. Rebuke one who has understanding and he will discern knowledge. So the wise people will love your rebuke. They'll learn from it. He who mistreats his father and chases away his mother is the son who causes shame and brings reproach. Cease listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. When do we stop learning? Never. We should always be learning, listening to God's wisdom. A disreputable witness scorns justice, and the mouth of the wicked devours iniquity. It's like they hunger for it. Judgments are prepared for scoffers and beatings for the backs of fools. So ignore wisdom, become a fool. Hey, this is what you have to look forward to. Nothing but beatings in the future. Or gather wisdom, the true riches of God that will do you good for now and eternity. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at Proverbs about wine and strong drink and a king's wrath and judgment. Since God directs our steps, how can we understand our way? We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.